All right, today I thought we would talk a little bit about tendonitis in your elbows. I have a ton of experience getting tendonitis, uh, and you would think, well, that's unfortunate. But I've done a lot of damage to this arm pitching in my day. So anytime that I do overuse in any capacity, whether you think you're going to do a weekend warrior project and you're working on something, swinging a hammer, I tend to get tendonitis very easily. So the ways that you can get rid of it have to do with a combination of a little bit of ice, uh, some specific stretches and exercises, and then you can also target it with daily compression, nearly 24-7. You want to get a very, very tight compression sleeve, not one of those copper tone ones that are kind of like that thinner fabric. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. They're like the silk style. That's not what you want. You want some heavy compression that actually feels a little tight when you bend your elbow. But anytime I get a little tenderness, I start wearing compression nearly 24-7. All your friends really think you look very cool, let me tell you. <laughs> I look tough with the right. Now, you're saying overuse. Is that yeah, primarily yeah. where that comes from? Haven't experienced that. Well, most of the time it comes from, you know, imagine you're on like a trip or something and you play tennis one day. All of a sudden you might be really tender in your elbow. I've seen that a couple of times, even with myself. My mom likes to play tennis. We go on a trip, so we'll play tennis. My elbow shot for like three weeks from a little trying bit. trying to beat your mom yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Huh? Well, you try to hit her right back <laughs> to her, but I'm not that good. <laughs> But same kind of thing if you're working on something or you decide you want to build a couple shelves in your basement so you're hammering a little bit. I tell you, it, it kind of comes on pretty easy with me. When I do a lot of skiing and things, holding a ski rope, bad form, it also comes that way. But let's kind of jump into what you can do. Every day, I feel like one of the first steps you should do is obviously start wearing a compression sleeve. 24-7, let your friends make fun of you. But I'm telling you, I normally don't sleep with it just because I don't want to mess with my blood flow while I don't know about it and I'm sleeping. But any waking hour, I pretty much am wearing a compression sleeve to take a little bit of that inflammation out of the joint. And if you've ever had some nasty tendonitis, a compression sleeve can really take the bite off the pain dramatically. Have you ever had any well, kind of issues? It issue? makes sense because I've done that for my knees or I do that for yeah. my legs. I've got compression shorts and, and other items for other parts. So that makes sense. I'm I'm not too worried about them making fun of me. Well, it, it's a pretty good joint, too. With your knee, sometimes you have a sleeve that slides up, moves down, those types of things. Your shoulder's nearly impossible to get a real good compression on. But the elbow, it's pretty easy. It's a hinge joint. You're not doing anything too awful crazy from, like, the impact of legs when you're running. The sleeves kind of dance down your legs a little. So a compression sleeve on your elbow will stay pretty close or stay pretty uh, in place while you're going through some of these other exercises. And I don't really take a whole lot of time, like specifically to work on an exercise. I kind of do it throughout the day when it's a little tender. One thing you'll do is you'll walk up to the wall and place your hands like this on it. And it, what's nice about it is it's such an easy stretch, but it allows you to stretch out your fingertips and you can sit on the wall and it kind of starts stretching it out on like the most basic level. It's not a, it's not too much. It's not too little. And then if you twist your hands upside down like this, you'll feel it kind of run down your forearm a little bit more. The key is to get your forearm nice and stretched out before you move into a little bit more of a straight position. So after I do those for maybe 10 or 15 seconds on both sides, I might even go back and do it again. Then you do an opened up stretch. I'll drop in a little bit of footage, but what you'll do is you kind of want to sit away from the wall and turn your hand upside down, and then you'll tip your head away from it slightly. So you'll place so it on the wall. So is that kind of a hyper extend almost? Uh, not really. You're not hyper extending. You just want to put it up near shoulder level. So, okay. And once you rotate it around okay. in a supinated position, you'll feel that it is 
very, it's very tight throughout your forearm. And probably most everybody will feel tension there. But if you've got a little bit of tendonitis and it's got a little sharper edge to it, move your hand down away from your body a little bit. It'll be less intense. The higher the wrist goes, the more intense the stretch. The lower it goes and a little bit more towards your back, the less tension you're going to put in the joint. So if you want to start a little bit lower down at like say a seven o'clock position, if the middle of the clock was at your highest point, that's seven o'clock, just down a little bit, hold that stretch for maybe 15, 20 seconds, shake it around a little bit and then do it again. And that's generally it for that particular muscle group. When you're trying to do some stretches, that's about all you're going to get to truly target it. Uh, and not really hurt it. I've never liked the fingertips type of stretching because you really get to cranking on it thinking it's going to do something. But I never really felt much benefit long term. Those two stretches kind of did an awful lot. And then your compression sleeve method. And then finally, if you've got some really nasty tendonitis, a trick that I learned in college a long time ago, I'm sure some people have seen it on the internet if you've dealt with shin splints it comes from a little bit of the shin splint world you take a dixie cup and you fill it up with water those nice little dixie cups and you freeze them and when you freeze them uh, you can also use like little mini styrofoam cups you can tear off the top and you can hold the butt of the cup and when you hold the butt of the cup your fingertips obviously don't freeze and then you can use it as a massaging ice you know you can go in circular motions in anywhere that the tension is be careful right around your elbow where your funny bone is but you want to get a little bit in your tricep you want to get in your forearm and you can even freeze the top side but always make sure you're moving it you put direct ice on your skin you, you've got to make sure you get a little bit of movement but it's more of a massage icing technique i'm already my mind is going why have i never heard of that you never heard of never that? Never done that before. Oh, it works great. Oh, it's an awesome idea. Yeah, if you've got uh, a lot of times it's trigger points. So if you've got some nasty knot in your quad, your calf, something like that, and it's really bothering you and you're an icer, some people don't like ice, some people really do. But it's hard to kind of ice really firm knots in your body. But that Dixie Cup method, it is uh, pretty perfect. If you've got something on the front side of your shoulder, you take that Dixie cup, kind of freeze it out a little bit. Just be careful that you don't leave it there too awful long because it is iced directly on your skin. But what's nice is it melts. So as it's melting, you're able to move it very, very easy. You don't need, you know, massage oils, lotions. You don't need any of that because the ice is literally melting. Uh, so put a little towel underneath you because you'll start dripping and whatnot. But it's a, it's a very good massage technique uh, that you should use if you're ultra tender, if you know what I mean. Um, you never experienced I've much never, tendonitis? I elbows? have never had any of that experience, and I don't know. I, I tell you, I'm just lucky. Well, if you've got tendonitis in any kind of a joint, I don't know what it is, but you pretty much signed up for tendonitis for life, I swear. It, it just it occurs very easy after you've had it multiple times. Okay. And I find that with a knee issue that I tend to get every now and again, a neck issue that I tend to get every now and again, my left elbow tend to get it every now and again. It's kind of crazy. Any any injury that you're blessed with, you get to uh, you know so would relive you it over some and of over. this stuff to do as a prevention. Also, not just you know what I've learned over the years is I wish I had started earlier on the weak knee thing. You know, just maybe I don't have it, but let's kick it down the road. Well, I mean, I feel like you don't always have to wear compression. You don't always have to use an ice type of a, a method but if you're continually doing some kind of a prehab rehab workout you know these types of stretches you should be stretching your forearms too you know as yeah. you get a little bit older and you're doing uh 
you just get tighter over the years. Everything just gets tightened up. So uh, the yoga mentality or stretching your head, body from head to toe, there's a lot to be said with that. So if you're not doing those forearm type of stretches, the nice thing about forearm stretches, you can do them anywhere. It's not really like you need a designated workout room to just have a forearm stretch. But, you know, people that are typing all the time, you can get it on the top side. That ice cube method really works well for the top side of your arm. Um, anybody that's wrenching a lot, moving, you know, using small little angles and fingertip pressures, got to stretch your forearms a lot because you'll develop different types of things like carpal tunnel or, you know, that tendonitis feeling, whether it be tennis elbow or golfer's elbow, you know, you've got either side, right? But you, you can get rid of these types of things if you are proactive with them, but I cannot stress enough a great compression sleeve is one of the biggest helpers for this joint and the, this type of an injury for sure change so the way it feels i would i could attest to that for other body parts so absolutely yeah well if, if you've got any tendonitis and you got any questions you know jump down the comments ask me some questions i think i've dealt with tendonitis in about every one of my joints so i probably got a little bit of advice for you if you've got some aches and pains or if you need some resistance bands or workout equipment head to kbandstraining.com uh, we've got all kinds of good stuff there for you thanks